tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the big thing. Happy Friday to you. Oh, what is it? Not Friday, Monday, right? What the hell is today? I think it's Monday. It's Monday. Thank you. Happy Monday, everybody. Um, excited that you're all with us today on this day. And as you heard, Kate Mulligan is here. <laughs> Hi, Christian. How you doing, buddy? Oh, being a mom's great. Yeah. Oh, God. I can imagine you as a parent. That's my that's my Kate impression. We love you, Kate. Yes. We absolutely love you. Go back to Christian full screen. I want him full screen full the screen. entire show. Yeah. Right, I'll just somewhere. drop in. Wait, I just want you to talk stream of consciousness. Yeah. And when you say something inaccurate, like it's Friday and it's actually Monday, and you, I'll just, and you'll, then you'll correct me. I'll just gently correct you. I'll be your producer today. Right, so I had, uh, over the weekend, I had some uh, spaghetti and uh, and meatballs. Oh, no, no. You didn't have meatballs. I didn't have meatballs. And I watched your cholesterol. That's right. I didn't oh, have, I heard I some yes. great news for you. What? Don't take this to heart because you know how the science changes like every week. Cheese is good for you? Yeah. It's, is, it, that tr- is that true? It might be this month. Oh. I haven't looked at men's said? health yet, but it's like every Tell week. my wife. Every month, men's health comes out and they're like, hey, this hey, eat almonds. Eat nothing but almonds. Right. They're great for you. The next week, it's like almonds cause cancer. And a rash. And so you can't really ever disseminate the science. But I was talking to, excuse me, I was talking to my trainer and... Trainer. He was telling me that there's a lot of science right now yes. that indicates that right. people who eat a lot of red meat yeah. actually lower their cholesterol. And he happens to own a beef house somewhere. <laughs> he happens to own a slaughterhouse, <laughs> so I don't want to put the cart in front of the proverbial dead cow. Right. But I'm just saying, so you can take that into the house and see how that yeah, see that how that flies with that. We'll see. Honey, we're doing steaks again tonight. Well, it certainly hasn't worked in the past. Well, I did cut out cheese and everything else, too, but I was, dude, I was at like 214 at my heaviest. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at, this morning, I was 202. Okay. Kilograms? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> but I was, but I was... You know, and it's also the, That's good, the working out though is too. Although the last yeah. couple of days have been it's been hard to, to do it because we're trying to do taping shows early in the morning. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. either way, so much exciting stuff happening. And then uh, we, you and I really haven't talked about this on um, together. But the Schmodown Spectacular, yeah, live downtown L.A. Tickets on sale were sold out of Elite, sold out of uh, December fourth, December fourth, downtown Los Angeles at the Globe Theater. If you're able to be there, you should be there. But we're sold out of, of a lot of the main tickets, the VIP tickets, um, and then the um, expo. With having all, remember that thing we did for two years ago? The expo is so much fun. I just I wish I could personally soak it up a little bit more. Yeah. Every year because we're also prepping to do what five or six matches. Yeah. And so it, there's only so much you can actually engage in the expo. And I'll see everybody. We'll take pictures. I'll say hi to everybody. Yeah. I'll chat everybody up. But at some point, I have to go into my pre-show mode yeah. where I just, you've seen it, I just power down backstage. And I just literally, I'm like a dead robot. Well, that's the beauty of it is that you and I, well, a lot of times for those live events, it's always, the onus is always on you and I. to We, we greet everybody and we're talking to everybody. <laughs> 
But just put that on the other stiffs in the schmodown. But a lot let of them entertain it's everybody true, for a minute. It's true though. The spectacular, you get, you can go there and you can see a lot of people. Even if you're not like a, a schmodown fan, you want it, but you've been watching a lot of network and you want to see a lot of the SEN people or Sith Council, Sith Council, IG people. Everybody's going to be there. So they're part of this expo, and you come there. And but there's only like I think like seventy tickets left for that. Yeah. Or no, no, no. We had 75 total. I think there's only 14 tickets left for that, for the Expo. The Expo uh, is going to be fun, too. And, and the Globe Theater is such a great space. Great space. To accommodate all of these sort of things. Yeah. And, like, my dream for the Spectacular is, you know, I know you love to call it, like, WrestleMania yeah. sort of thing. I like to call it the Super Bowl. Don't say the, that. Don't the, say that. It's the, the, it's, it's the big game. It's the big game. It's the big game. <laughs> <Just> stupid. <laughs> Carolina's playing Denver in the big game. And it's like, I know what you're talking can about. can we talk about that real quick? We'll go, we'll go back to our stuff in a second. But, like, how does that make sense for marketing? Don't don't tell don't tell them what the name of our thing is. We're only us. We're the only ones that can say what the name of our thing is. Even if you talk about it, if you do a review on one of our things, call it the big game. Why not call it the Super Bowl? What's if, the legal if, thing if on that? If it was us, then you would say yes to talk about the schmodown and use yes. the word schmodown. Don't say the movie trivia show. Right. But if you're the NFL and you know how popular you are, that everybody knows it's the Super Bowl already, then you can take advantage of the fact that, hey, if Coke wants to make a promo and they want to say you can win tickets to the Super Bowl, then you're going to get more money juiced out of them. If they just it's say so tickets lame. to the big game, it's not. It is lame. And it's not like anybody in the NFL higher office is going to lose sleep or not be able to put their kids through college if they say Super Bowl instead of big game. Yeah, but, but it was so stupid like where I, I said like, it's the Super Bowl of trivia and someone's like, oh, be careful. It's like, what? Like, yeah. And they weren't wrong for saying that, but like the NFL, they saw it, don't say the super, it's the Super Bowl of. It's like, shut up. You know what you do, though? Morons. You know what you do? What? You just change it to say that you, oh, no, I said Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like it a the big, Super Bowl. Cinderella went to a ball and it was yeah. nice. This is a Super Bowl. Yeah, don't say that because then Bibiani, for one of his entrances, will bounce out on a Super Bowl and say, like, this is. The, oh, that actually sounds like I, fun it does for sound us. like a lot of fun. You know, you know that's how the Super Bowl got its name, right? Somebody jumping around on a big ball? It sort of. It oh. was the. Do you know what the original name of the Super Bowl was? No. When they played it, and it was the Packers beating the Chiefs 35 to 10, yeah. it was. The AFL NFL World Championship game. Oh my God. That's the title of it. Wow. That's long. And then it was that the second year, I think. And then before the third or fourth, it might have been the fourth year, actually, that I think it was Lamar Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs, okay. his daughter or maybe his granddaughter at the time, was playing with this one of those like little bouncy rubber balls. He's like, what's that? And and she said, it's a Super Bowl. Oh, and I, oh, I came close. And then uh, the, the light bulb went off, and Bowl. the rest is history. So now it's super. Right. Don't say. It's, who came up with that? You think was that? When did they start doing that? Because it wasn't that wasn't for like a couple of years, right? They didn't know we used to do. No, that. it's. I mean, Has since it? since I've noticed, like since my my marketing between like the last ten up, years, right? It, it, since I was in college, I, oh, I really? noticed that that some promos can call it Super Bowl okay. if you're an official sponsor of the NFL, but if you're not an official sponsor, and again, this is the same league, Christian, and I love it to death, as you can tell. I love the NFL so much. This is the same league that does their military salute to service, yeah. and they charge the military to be at the game. Right. I think they stopped that a couple of years ago when okay. it came out that they were actually squeezing pennies out of, out of our armed forces it's, to honor them. It makes no. It it just makes no sense to me in the marketing side of it. Yeah, you might be able to squeeze dollars out of people for, yeah. for that, but it's like you don't want people saying the name of your product, calling it the big game. Well, yeah, because everybody knows what it is. It's like. That's super. You can't put Super Bowl. Remember, people used to get scared of. You can't put Super Bowl reaction mm-hmm. in, in the in the title of of YouTube. <laughs> like you got to put the big game, and it sound, and the big game sounds so lame. 
Yeah, and and nobody knows what you're talking about. No. I mean, if you talk about that Iron Man three trailer that review that we did yeah. when the the Ravens were playing the 49ers, I think, and right. you and I had 35 extra minutes because the lights went out to drink Coors Light and then do more reviews. So we put up Iron Man three big game review. People are like. Is it was there? A tra- it's like no, the Super Bowl trailer that literally just aired. That's what we're Didn't talking. We just about. say the hell with it and go with it anyway. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. And that was probably fueled by some you know blood alcohol level at the time doing yes. it. But it's also just like fired out. And if we get caught, we get caught. Are they going to put us in jail for saying Super Bowl? Uh, no, it's maybe the FBI can come in here anytime. Maybe it's legal stuff. But, but here's the thing about the Super Bowl at proper. And this is one oh, of the reasons why game. I would love to go to the big game. <laughs> Thank you. I've never I've never had the privilege of going. To, I've, <laughs> I've been very close in the running to go to the big game before, right. but never actually went. And one of the cool things, especially the way they modernized it now, there's all these parties and stuff. And it's like Comic-Con. It's yeah. like Comic-Con for sports. Right. And they have press row. And then they have this radio row where if you like say it's in Miami, and it's just on the boardwalk, and all these celebrities and athletes just literally go from one station to the next. Right. So they'll do Dan Patrick's show, they'll do Jim Rome's show, they'll do Stephen A. Smith's show, they'll do all of these things just back-to-back, and that's kind of what I look at the Expo as, is where yes. we have all these great reaction shows, and you can just station them just one after the other gonna, and just run everybody through well, press row. Well, we're going to have a media room for those people. This is the, See? Yep, we're going to have a media we're room. Growing. And, I, and, and I also want to make sure that people know what that means, because I got a few people that are hitting me up going, well, this does that mean I don't have to get tickets? No, the thing is we have a media room the same way like when you would go out on the red carpet and talk mm-hmm. to people. The media room will be set up, but we still you can if you get a ticket, you get a press badge, which means you have access to that thing. Right. But we still are still would have to get access a to our private court. That's right, whether it's general mission or whatever. But I do want to go back. I know, and you you did segue out of it be- beautifully to get back to the spectacular. It was Uh-oh. it was wonderful, but I Thank still want to stay with the big game stuff because I have a question. You for just you. won't let it go. No, I won't because I have New a York's not going to be in it. No, it's the sad. New York football team, neither one of them. No, it's gonna be, the Yankees have a better shot well, of spe- winning the Super Bowl. Speaking of which, <laughs> so let's say because because the NFL hasn't hasn't locked down the big game, they locked down the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> so could we patent the big so, game? But what? Not us. But what if what if what if the World Series decided to say we don't want anybody to say World Series? We want you to say the big game. Nobody would know what the hell anybody's talking about. That's funny, you know. If it's like, if it's okay, then and then and then you know the 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 uh, the Masters is now going to be called the Big Game, and everything is the Big Game. Nobody would know what the hell anyone's talking about. It's like we got the Big Game. Which one is that? It's the one with the little. Uh, it's the golf ball. Can't say golf ball. It's the one with the ball. Well, which one is it? Is it? It's the basketball. Can't say basketball. It's the one with the ball. What the <laughs> hell is it? We're just all walking around talking in code. In code about these things that everybody knows. Right. What you're referring to. It's just making more words, and it does seem redundant in this day and age where we don't even use words when we text each other anymore no it's just a string of emojis FML. we're figuring out hieroglyphics now and why can't we just say the just words say that it. we actually just say mean it. but it's also interesting that fox owns the world series rights too and when you watch playoff baseball they still use the same jingle as for their football. It's da 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 It's like, right, right. can't you guys just come up with a new one? Where's David B I was when just you need call him? David B. I'll come up with it in about like t- 25 minutes, and he'll, uh, give you, he'll give you a really good one. I did that guy dirty, man. What happened? What I did talking? David B. dirty oh, last oh, week. Well, out out no, not last week, but the first time I met him. Oh. And, I, you, you know, when we take pictures, I always last week. smile. It was like two years ago. You know, I was like, eh. Yeah. But just for whatever reason, I was trying to smile, but I just it wasn't a good smile. Oh. And David B. posted a picture. Um, and oh, for your birthday. Yeah. And <laughs> I saw it, and I'm like, I'll really try to smile next time. That's usually like, what I Like, do. I'm happy to do That's it. Usually you I usually do. mean mug people, but I'm like, eh. I don't mean mug. I just don't fake it. 
I have to fake it to compensate for I the mean, fact that you are my, making fans sound like, cry. Sound like my wife. It's always my fault. No, you, you're just going back into the uh, into the Justin Hamilton hug conversation. <laughs> Yeah. The Justin Hamilton hug conversation. Yeah, remember, remember. So the, the he he hosts the um, the Let's Get Ready. And, I know. I and it, at, Hambone and yeah, I go way back. And Atlanta, like he you you sidestepped and you told him that I wanted a hug and I don't I don't like to hug. Oh, that's hilarious! I don't, I don't I'm know. so funny. And, yeah. yeah, it's great. And um and apparently there's a picture where he's he's giving me this hug and I was just like, okay, I don't. It's, it's nothing against him. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like you know. Um, well, in your defense, Hambone and I listen to a lot of people make love in bathrooms, so maybe not the guy you want to hug. And you guys do that not even when you're hanging out. You just, no, you no, no. Up, you meet up in random places. No, I'll call him. I'm like, dude, I'm at Arby's right now. Listen to this. <laughs> Sounds like a show. You know that new sound you're looking for? <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Watch your eyes. Watch out. Oh, man. Um, as, you know, I got... I got I know that you were doing this way before anybody, and to Mark's credit, I know I'm a that pioneer. You are. Every episode seems to come back to this, but Mark started watching The Sopranos for work, <laughs> like way before the 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 uh, well, Many Saints and Network. Way after the Many show Network. had come out, and I do well, remember the that I probably the the last legs of me hosting Movie Talk. There might have been a story where they had greenlit the project, the movie. That it was a prequel. I don't know if it didn't being confirmed that Gandolfini's kid was going to be in it. Right. But that was really all that we knew, I think. There's so much talk about a Sopranos movie for years. Right. And they didn't, right. obviously, when Gandolfini was still alive, there was talk of, mm -hmm. a, of a movie. There was talk of this other stuff. There was there was lots of talk of, uh, about it. And then, as we got closer and closer, this started happening. And this movie was supposed to come out in March of this year. But right. then, they because of the pandemic, they pushed it back. But... I was so hyped by the because I was always like curious about it, but the I've seen the trailer. I probably watched the trailer as much as I watched like the Star Wars trailer. Like I've been watched, I, I dude, I watched that trailer as many times. He, the son is so good, mm -hmm. and and not only because he was he has the genes, yeah, you know, but there's it's even the way it's shot. There's a particular shot like they're in like an ice cream truck, you know, and they're beating the shit out of this guy, and they and the way that. It is shot. They're shooting like from the bottom up, and Gandolfini's kid is is on the side, and he's over, and it's kind of towering over him. And if you watch the pilot, it looks like the same shot when Gandolfini was over uh, punching the guy, yeah. and he's making the same face. And it's funny that I saw this interview, and even though I didn't like the interview because the guy kind of bum rushed um, Gandolfini as he was the kid was as he's walking through Manhattan. He's a very sweet kid, right? Nice right. kid, just walking through, and and it was like a paparazzi guy that just kept asking. He was he wasn't rude. Yeah. He, was, he was just asking about the movie, but the kid was just walking, and he yeah, said to him, right. he started he started with him like, "Hey, the trailer looked great," and it very kind of calm, very similar to what his dad was. His dad was just very chill and just like, "Thank you, thank you very much, thank you," and and he starts and he's just trying to walk, and the guy keeps asking about the movie, but he's such a sweet kid, he keeps answering and 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 doing and saying how that he didn't give any spoilers or do anything, Good. he was just talking to him, and it's and but you see him very similar to Gandolfini, James Gandolfini. Very different in the speech patterns and everything from like Tony to James. Oh yeah, it's very different. It's very very yeah. different, and it's but but authentic. Like when you hear the the Jersey accent, it's authentic. It sounds really like even. It's just a much. He was a much more of a gentle giant in real life. Right. It just even in his speech pattern and the way that he talked. Yeah. Because you notice that when you watch other Gandolfini movies. Yeah. I caught. Kids I had got that channel thing. 10, too. 15 minutes of Get Shorty on the other night. Oh, okay. Just yeah, I, yeah, right. It right. was just on HBO, and I like to put uh, stuff on for the dog so she can hear it. And and I was in the shower, and I get out, and it's Get Shorty has come on. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this movie. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot Gandolfini's in it. He's got that he ponytail, sure is, yeah. but he's not talking 
talking like Tony Soprano. No. And this is before The Sopranos. Do you know what he was terrifying in? Was uh, True Romance. Yes. It was ter- that, I, that's probably what got him Tony Soprano. Because yeah, I mean, he played a mob-ish guy in Get Shorty, but he yeah. started getting those roles probably based off of yes, True Romance. that viciousness, though, that comes yeah. out of him, yeah. what he's able to do. Just that it. primal rage that he can just it's tap nuts. into, and it just and, and you feel it simmering. It's, it's like you, you're, you're looking at a pot on the stove right. with the top over it, and yeah. you wanted to – it's like, look, hey, I don't have all day to cook this pasta – and you get this stuff cooked, and so you turn up the heat a little bit more than you should, and you just you see it bubbling, and yeah, you're like, "Oh, what's like, going to happen when I take the lid off?" But that's the beauty of that, dude. Did you see the movie? And it's did you see the movie that he did the, the last movie he did with with Julie Louis Dreyfus? The, the, we saw it together. I Christian. figured that we did, but um, name the movie. I, I don't remember the name. Of what the? Oh, you don't remember it either. One more shot, or it's like it's something like that. I don't remember. It's like a rebound movie. I remember the movie well, but I think I, it's two words. But he, but that gentle. Soul gentle bear thing is is you don't see any of the Tony Soprano in him at all in that movie. No, like no. he's just a sweet in in general human. I've told you this before. I don't know if I've told it on the air. If I did, I don't know which one of our schmoes shows. But it was I told you my favorite Gandolfini story ever, right? <laughs> so the, it was it for Christmas with the cranks. Surviving, it was surviving Christmas. Surviving wasn't Christmas. It? Yeah. It's it. So I went. So our mutual friend Adam Winkleman mm-hmm. had gotten us tickets to the premiere of that film. Yeah, that's the one with Vince Vaughn, right? Yeah. yeah, yes, I think so. It's always for. I, what, what is Christmas with the Cranks? That's an. That's I think that Tim, might be Jamie Tim Lee Allen, Curtis, think, right? Is that yeah. Tim Allen? Yeah, no, this is so. no. This was James Gandolfini and and uh, and Vince. Oh Vaughn. no 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 Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck because Vince Vaughn was in Four Christmas. Four Christmas with yeah, Reese right. Witherspoon. No, yeah. no, this is surviving. Christmas. A lot of bad Christmas movies. Yeah, a lot of for bad every Scrooge, R.I.P. Yes. Richard Donner. Both yeah. both crappy both crappy movies. Yeah, not Scrooge. The other no right the other ones. So this movie. The premiere, and I was excited to go because I thought the movie at the time through the trailer looked funny, but I was also a massive James Gandolfini fan and looking to say, you know, like, okay, we're like, yeah, and, it, and it's fun to go. This was early in your premiere I going, never, career. I, I think I'd been to one premiere in my life right. at that point, right? Um, maybe, and this is way before anything that we, we'd ever done. I was, I was, what was it, 2002 or something along those Did lines? You still have uh, your CPK. Employee number to clock I in. had, I think, stopped working there at that point, or close, or just right. Mm-hmm. What I gotta find out. What Let's year. face it, you stopped working there three months before you actually stopped working. A there. year before I stopped working there. Are you kidding me? It's terrible employee at this. Sur- surviving. Um, while you look this yeah. up, yes, I met our mutual comedian friend. I uh, just randomly saw him at the comedy store, Skippy Simon. Oh, I just talked about Skippy at length on the last episode with Kate Mulligan. Did you really? We were yeah. talking about Skippy. What's he doing? Is he at the, was he at the store? Yeah, he, just popped, by, he just popped by to hang out, oh, but great. he told me. Yes. Because I sent you the picture. I, I told him to take a picture pointing to your name. Oh, and you that, sent me that? I sent you that. When did you send me that? I sent you that, and then I sent you the one you of me and Holtzman. Holtzman. yeah. Um, and Skippy told me yes. he still has your name tag from CPK. I gave Ran. it to him. Yeah, I gave he it to him. He still has it. That's great. Yeah. Um, where, so where is the where you sent me a picture of, Sk- of Skippy? Yeah, I didn't see that. Where is um? Last, You'll find it. I last mean, one not, I have is doesn't the, make great radio. No, but, it, um, it, you didn't send it to me, dude. Look, I'm looking. Last one I have is you with a picture of somebody with two with two ass cheeks next to him, and then Holtzman. You never sent it to me. I wonder who the two ass cheek person. I, don't know, I wonder who you sent the picture of Sippy Simon to. <laughs> um, but uh, but what was that? Uh, two thousand October twenty second two thousand four is when this movie came out. So I was still with my ex-girlfriend at this point, and I had probably I was in I was in this place where I was, I I was doing nothing. 
Yeah. I was, and it was right around the same time, I think, where I – and I saw the Klitschko and Lennox Lewis fight. That might have been the year before. Either way, so we get to this – we get to the, the premiere, and I'm – the height of my Sopranos fandom, and I'm looking around, and I look at Gandolfini, and the movie's playing for a little bit. You know, I was not sitting too far away from him. Which is cool when you go to a premiere because yeah. sometimes you're just sitting like the, the stars are right there. Yeah, and I don't think Gandolfini had seen the movie because – the movie is playing for the and it's I mean it's terrible. It's not good. It's a terrible movie. He gets up and he looks like he like he wants to leave. How far into the movie? Oh man, I got Doesn't I, feel like it was that long into it. I think it was like thirty minutes. Okay. Maybe, maybe twenty. Okay. I think. He took some shots. I, I he really, took some jabs. I really don't remember. But what I do remember is him getting up in his manager really like it I couldn't hear what they were saying. But it was if if I could write the scene and probably be like and I and interviewed the manager. He'd be like, I don't know how you did it, but you got us word for word everything we said. Because it looked like he was like, get me out of here. This is embarrassing. And the manager's like, you, dude, you cannot leave. If you leave, this is going to look terrible. You cannot leave. I was doing this motion. Like, <laughs> you can't That leave, is dude. so great. And then maybe he you know, went to the bathroom. Remember, he stayed. But it looked, he wanted out of there. Right, God. he wanted out of there. And yeah, like, I guess you, know, you can't leave. You can't leave because the the and and maybe if you talk to the manager now, the manager would be like, no, 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 that's not what happened. I know body language. I know that, that dude wanted out of that movie. He wanted out. I remember and and telling Winkleman and talking to Winkleman like Gandolfini. Well, I don't think he was at the after party. I might be wrong. I don't remember seeing him there. But like he was, yeah. he was, dude. He would. He wanted out. Well, that's, I mean, if I had a big premiere movie like that, or even a crappy movie that I knew was bad, I would want to hang out, and I would probably leave early just to sneak it, just to get early into the after party. Right. Just to get away, because you know the food that they have, have there. A drink. And, yeah. like, the bar and stuff yeah. like that. Most star-studded premiere that you can remember attending. Oh, man. Where, you, where, where there's famous people, for sure, like, on stage and stuff, but where you're literally sitting among, you're like, that person, that, per- that person. Hard not to say the the Force Awakens, right? Because like everybody and their mother was there for that. that was the Force Awakens, yeah. But we in Force Awakens, we were because you and I just kind of got lucky with the timing yeah. where we get out of the limo. Right. The previous limo person was Harrison Ford. Right. The first person to get out of our limo was me. Right. <laughs> and so the fans were a little let down, but no, we're walking you in. Were the Conjure Club guy. And <laughs> and we're and so we're walking in and like John Williams is right there, right. Harrison Ford's right there, Steven Spielberg, yeah, Spike Lee are right you, there. George, I'm bumping shoulders with yeah. George Lucas. How, I mean, how what what was more star studded than that? The seats that, the I, seats that we you had. and I I think sat next to each other. Maybe we at Avengers Endgame. We sat at, next to each at other. Avengers Endgame yeah. in the downtown Los Angeles. Great place. Was that, was that outside? Felt like it was. It outside. felt like it was outside because they had the air vents going. Right. It was inside, it was inside. like like, like the giant like convention yeah. hall. But the, and it was like stadium seating, so it felt like you were outside. Yeah. But literally, uh, Kevin Hart and Matt Damon were in the row in front. That's right. They were right. You point. You, you, we did sit next to each other because you pointed that out. You said I said hi to Kevin. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, well, for me, the other one that I think that even though it wasn't as, it, it was the the. Freaking Irishman, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't that it was as star-studded as it, but it was... I still had the video somewhere. Scorsese was where you are, and it's like talking, and then he walked... He, you were supposed, he was supposed to go that way, mm-hmm. but he went up this way, and I took Dagnino with me. That'll... Yep. And Dagnino looks over, and, he, and he's like, Hey, Marty. He's like, I forget what he said to him. He said something to him in a Dagnino way, and, and, Mar- and, and Scorsese laughed. Like, like legit, like I have the whole thing on camera somewhere. I just got to find it. And and then they said, Mark, you got to go that way because the whole 
cast and crew came yeah. out. But then I saw Sebastian at the at the after party. Oh and yeah, I yeah, yeah. And I was and I, what was great was this was probably a year after I had interviewed Leah Thompson, uh-huh. and she was there, and I started talking to her, but. I think Dagnino had just had this whole story with with Joe Pesci at the Country Club. Did you hear? Yes, this thing? I remember the story. Yeah, Actually, something. What? Are you, what? I'm gonna, it was the. I'm gonna, it w- I'm gonna try to call him. It was the him. Super Bowl. Don't the big game, dude. Oh yes. Um, but I, I can't remember what it was. But something happened, and he talked about. I want him to tell. Well, the there story. was a bet at the golf club where they were all watching the super big game. Right. And Pesci was there, I think. But but then he saw him. He talked. To, I can't remember what he was talking about. It was something about this golf club. It was something about the food. He was pissed off about the pasta. Yep. Yeah, it's a fuck face. Hey, you're on. Uh, oh, you're on boy. the big thing at the moment. Where we're Ellis and I are talking, but we started talking about like the Irishman, the uh, the premiere. Is it, I'm on a show right now. You're on the show right now. Oh, okay. So I got two questions for you. The first thing is, do you remember what you said to Scorsese when he came up to the aisle because he laughed? Oh man, you know, what th- did I th- say? Th- that's okay. Don't worry about that. The other one was. What, I think help- I said like, "Hey, Papa." Something yeah, like something like that. But what? Did, but what did you say to? What did you say to Joe Pesci? It's helped the, the country club story first. The food. Yeah, the, it was about, about the food, and then, and then you saw him again at the premiere and followed up with it. Oh, I was talking about Lakeside, and then I talked about how I was, uh, I was the guy who was smoking cigars inside the, inside the men's like, locker room where it was off limits, and I thought I was the cool guy. I mean, all the wise guys were looking at me, and then my buddy who brought me there tapped me on the shoulder, and he goes, there's no smoking cigars in here. And I'm like, oh, damn. So I just walked out and apologized. They said nothing to me at all. And then, I mean, that's a long time ago. Shit, what did I say to him at that? It was, something about, it was something about the pasta, because he was complaining about the pasta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, what's, what's the deal with the pasta? He said, I know, man. He's like, shit here. I'm paying 250 grand a year to be in this country club. And then, you know, there's no pasta. He goes, what is happening here? I go, Joe, I, I'm right with you. Right with you. Even though it wasn't my story, it was my buddy's story, but I made it my story. Obviously, <laughs> sounds right. And then we were, and I was telling yeah. Mark, we were talking to Leah Thompson by the uh, by the pool. Oh yeah. Oh, that was amazing too. I was destroying her. Wow. Oh, yeah. In, in, and, in, and then, you know, what he mean, what he means by? <laughs> yeah, but she was great though. She yeah. was fantastic. Yes, and he and was. The other one was uh, well, uh, People's Choice Awards will always go down as the best one. I forgot about that one too. Well, it's not people's choice; it's a critic's choice. But anyway, all right. Listen, I'll call. Yeah, uh, uh, critics are people too. Critics are people too. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for the story. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Yeah, call me later. All right. Um. So yeah, I forgot the critics' choice. That that was. I mean, that wasn't a premiere, but that was pretty. The Julia Roberts night. Yeah. Right. Right. That was the only time I think that I like legit. Like now, after being here for long enough, you know, it's like, you know, it's always cool when you see people like Harrison Ford and all that stuff too. But when, but for. For the Julia Roberts thing, I lost my power of speech. Yeah, that that night to me because I wasn't there with you, but I felt like that was like your uh, your Van Halen. your Lou Gehrig speech. Oh, uh, where it was also your swan song as far as like I'm going to go to this event and I'm taking a picture with every famous person I see for that one. Yeah. <laughs> where you, that was like you wrote out, you were like Elway, literally retiring after winning the big game, yeah. and it be, because you got so many great pictures. I think you, you got like Patrick Stewart and and Julia Roberts was there, but the Julia Roberts is like I can doff my cap. It it I feel like the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I'm go. I'm going to bed. Good night. I every, never need to meet another no, famous person. No, every one of my friends knew when I posted that picture. Yeah, that they're like, that's like you could die right now. You'd be she might have been your Mark Hamill for she, me. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like when like when she walked in, dude. I was just. I mean, she was sitting right, right next, right yeah. near me, and I'm like, when she walked in, I was like, holy. Like Perry Nemiroff took that picture, by the way. And, okay. And because it was, 
No, you know me. Normally, be like, hey, you know, like, because at the Critics Choice Awards, it's not like one of these things where you're like, you're because it's the fans. You're not. You're, you're not known as a gawker. You're not imposing on them because that's and, what people don't realize. It's not like one of these things where you're doing the like. If you just see, and it's not that you're always imposing, but if you see someone like normally famous, anybody, you're like, hey, do you mind if I get a picture? They're there because you're a critic that is voted on their stuff, and they're they're there to. They are be trained the, by their publicists to be, there to with be you. very nice to these right. people who you hate in real life. Right. But for one night, you got to be nice. It's take literally some like they give them a pill like in Limitless. And they're like, hey, just for this one night, be nice to these just people. be cool to everybody. <laughs> and by, I've never heard a bad word about any celebrity ever at, at the night. Critics Choice Awards. It, it's true. And that but that like normally I'll be like, hey, you know, like Margot Robbie, by the way, very mm-hmm. lovely woman. And I took a, I took a picture of her. And but and as stunning as she is, very easy for me to do. I legit lost the power of speech. She walks in and I go, blah, 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 you, blah, have, blah. you have 30 plus years of baggage and with, I that, told, and, with that and, woman. Yeah, and Perry Nemiroff was like, you know, I'll take the picture for her. I was like, I was like, good, because I don't even know if I could get the words out. Your like, hands are shaking. And I, this, like, when she, when she was there, I was like, yeah, I, like, normally I'm, I'm, and when I'm stoned, I'm not a good talker. I mean, that, that, that that's, no, that, we have evidence of this. That's very, yeah. and I, that's another story I would definitely tell you about. Yeah. Um, but wasn't stoned. I was completely sober. Couldn't get the words out. And Perry, she's like, hey, you mind if I take a picture of you and my friend who was bad? Nemiroff rescued you she again. Rest, totally did. But speaking of that, so were you at Renazisi's birthday party when it was, it was I, I feel like you were, but it was like it was like a, a, a whole group of us for dinner and we were at, uh, it was. it was uh, With the league folks? Yeah, but it was, it wasn't, yeah, it was Ari was there and Al Madrigal was there. was there, yeah. Yeah, so it was, and it was. Yeah, it, it was wasn't at, It wasn't at the. It wasn't the big premiere thing. No, I know. Yeah, it was it, like yeah. A small. Dinner. Yeah, I was there because I got hammered at the comedy store later that okay. night because this was right off of. It was right near La Cienega and Sunset. Something around the, where we yes, went. Yeah, I yes. think it was actually that hotel because there or there's a when you're driving down Sunset. Yeah. you can turn on La Cienega and then there's another road that you can take where everybody thinks oh, I'm going to turn down this road because I missed the turn to La Cienega, right. but it's just a cul-de-sac. It's a hotel right there, and I think it was that hotel. Where we had so. where we had that nice little private dinner area, yeah. And then, but there was like a little area there, and I remember Ari was like, "Hey, do you guys want to want to smoke?" Mm-hmm. And, and you definitely weren't smoking at that point, so I don't. You didn't do that, but it was it was me, Angel, and Ari, and a few other people, and I think Steve was, and we were smoking. And Al Madrigal was there, mm-hmm. and I've 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 definitely told this story. I think I've told it recently, but I, I to tell you, um, and I'm sitting there, and you can picture Al at this, and Al's telling me this like long story, yeah, right. And I'm so stoned. I say to him, I go, listen, Al, I got to be honest. I didn't hear anything that you just said. And he goes, I think you should go home. <laughs> That's what he said. And I said, I said, you're right. And I, t- and I, and I told Sadie, I was like, That's, we got to go. I go, I can't, even, I can't even function. I don't know what Ari was smoking, but I was on another planet. That and, is so and it was perfect. Just, and she's just like, you are, she's like, you are out to lunch, my, my wife. I'm like, she's my girlfriend, I think, at the time. But like, you are out to lunch. And Al was just like, I think you should go home. <laughs> Al is, that is so typical, great Al Madrigal. Yeah. Because every so often you need, you need an adult to yeah. just, just kind of give you a couple slaps around. I remember one night I was at the comedy store, and I was probably dressed even more down than I, was, than I am now. Yeah. And I, but it was Saturday night, and I had like, and I might even just have like a belly room spot, or maybe I was in the open in the OR or something, but it was a good spot. Yeah. Back crowd. Yeah. And, and I go up, and I have a good set. And Al's going up a couple of comics later, and then we're hanging out talking afterwards. And, and he's like, you know, you know, it's Saturday night, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, have you seen yourself in the mirror? <laughs> it's like, you got to be an adult now. 
you gotta dress somebody's <laughs> out. And I just remember thinking, maybe I should. Yeah. Like yeah, this is good. he had that power of it. Yeah. Like, because he must have been so frustrated with me because he was like, we were having a yeah, like, right, to him, right, to right. him, we were having like a real conversation. <laughs> and he's out there telling me all this stuff and he's talking and I just <sighs> I don't even try to pretend. I look at him, I no. go, I, I, I didn't hear anything you said. No. And instead of saying, oh, don't worry about it, <laughs> you should go home. <laughs> it was the best. I told, I, I probably told this story before, but I just, I, he had one of the greatest comedy sets I've ever seen in my entire life. The night that Chappelle, who was doing some pop-in sets after he yeah. came back from South Africa, he was just like popping into clubs, but then he actually put his name on the marquee to do the main room one night at the comedy store and tickets sold out in like, you know, a second. Right. And so Bruce Willis was there. DiCaprio was wow. there. This was like a star studded event. Yeah. Um, and obviously it was sold out. Not, and I was working at the comedy store then and he had a couple guys open for him and, and they did okay. Like getting the crowd warmed up. You could tell the crowd is like, we're here to see Dave Chappelle. Right. And then Nick Cannon goes up. And Nick Cannon, who just kind of had that look in his eyes, like when he got on stage, where everybody's going to love the fact that I'm Nick Cannon. Right. And within two minutes, it's like, they're not here to see you. And he realized it. And it didn't go all that well. Uh-huh. And then it's like, okay, now it has to be Chappelle. Right. Like this crowd is going to ride if anybody other than Chappelle goes up. And they introduce Al Madrigal. And he literally, like, part of the room is just like, as he's going to the stage. Like, he's getting heckled before he even goes up to the mic. And Al kills turned that room around yeah in not necessarily not the quickest where he just had one line that just but he just methodically marched the ball down the field and it took about two or three minutes and the crowd was so on his side yeah and he did about 10 or 12 after he says thank you good night standing ovation good for him Is it, it you, was unbelievable you, to watch were you there the night that he got I mean, it was really funny but he was pissed with the lady that was coughing no, but it, it was, but I can imagine the it, scenario. He, she, he's in the middle of the set. And he's doing a good set, and I think he was he was he was testing something. He was trying to work on some yeah. stuff. And so he's like, uh, uh, and she stops. He goes, get some water. He goes, there's like a bar. He's like, he's like, you you can get up, and they're like, well, give her a break. She's she's coughing. He's like. She keeps coughing. <laughs> and he just keeps going. And the crowd like went from being like, oh, he's picking on this lady to mm-hmm. coughing to like, no, he's right. Yeah. He's absolutely yeah. right. Like all of his points of the why. The further it goes. And he was so mad. And he's, just, he's just like, you probably at that point, you should be home like drinking NyQuil <laughs> or whatever he said. Like, he's, like, he's like, you should be on medicine. You shouldn't be here. And then I can't. It's the guy who she's with said something. He shut them down. It was. It was masterful. He is just, he's really so fun to watch work because he's a com- he's a comedian scientist yeah. where he will he wants to go up and he wants it to be the most controlled environment so yes. he can actually work on stuff so he can tinker with just pieces with words and in order to do that you need a lively crowd but not one that either has a distracting laugh right or <laughs> yeah or a cough or something like that like right. I've heard the same kind of stories about Letterman. Back when he was working that. there. It's because that. one time Letterman got off stage, told me by Diane Nichols. Letterman gets off stage, murdered, yeah. literally murdered. And he was recording it because he, he was doing Johnny Carson like the next week or two weeks or something like that. And he was upset. And, she, and she's like, why? What, what, what's right? You crushed. And he's like, they were too hot. Yeah, I couldn't work on anything. They were too good. Yeah. And it's like when you get to that level, when you're, when you're miserable because, it too, because you're it, crushing yeah. too hard. Probably pretty funny. Yeah, and he, uh, that was. Um, did you want ever? Did you finish watching the the doc? 
No. Never finished watching? No. You just can't, you can't do it? I can do it now, yeah. but I just, I, I oh, just haven't you gotten around because to you, it. Because you were... I just had to turn that part of my brain off right. for a while. I get it. You should watch it, dude. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it, it's probably one of the main reasons that I am that I'm really want to go back and start doing more stuff, too, because it just... it just I was... Like, it, it's it's been like my own personal therapy inside of it, too. Like, I feel like... Yeah. I mean, I know that we did a lot with Schmoes and, and the other stuff that we did, too, but I... I do you feel like I wasted 12 years of my life, like not doing stand up? Just building a family. No, not including that. I'm talking about. I'm talking about career. You just look at your family. You think of all the jokes you could have written. Yeah, it's true. It's like I. But no, in a in a in a warped way, yes, right? Yeah. Because like, like man, well, I mean, I love y'all, but man, I could have been doing I the been, chuckle bucket in Arkansas this no, week. But I should have been writing jokes about them 10 years ago. I should have been writing jokes about them and doing stuff because like there was there was so much like and that I was had gone and all like looking at like from this last year in October uh, when I started writing stuff again mm-hmm. which I hadn't done that process in so many years mm-hmm. and putting together those I'm like oh well if I would have actually done that in the last 12 years I probably would have come up with a handful of shit that I'd be pretty proud of right now but I haven't done it like there's one thing that I wrote that I can't wait to try like I like there's other stuff that I know that it's it's going to be hit or miss and there's some stuff that I'll, I'll have to retool on stage and try to find some stuff this one I'm very confident in and I want to try it you know and it's like that's because I was walking on the street, like with like my, well, so was, was taking walks in the neighborhood, thinking about it. I was, ta- you know, and right, it's like when you used to walk Tazzy back in the that's day. That's what I used to write all the time yeah. when I walked Taz. But and here's the thing: you, you here's here's the the misconception you have about this is yeah. that you did not miss twelve years of of writing great stand up gold. If you wanted to take the process of starting a family and document it in joke form, you could have done like a like an Amy or David Sedaris thing or a Carl Hyacin thing, right. where you're actually just like writing a book about yeah. it because yeah. that is something you can sit down and now you wrote something funny and the job is finished it is so frustrating it's why i had to turn my brain off and not yeah. watch any of that stuff during the pandemic is because it is so frustrating to come up with something that you know is going to work on stage that you cannot wait to bring to the people to a live audience and not have that opportunity well yeah it's like you sure. think of something you're like oh this is going to kill that was a year but that was only a year you had to deal with that a year I mean, it's a lot it's a lot, but that's only a year. I'm talking about the fact, like, right, and I had to turn it off. So I'm saying the fact that you turned it off was just like human nature. That that's like yeah, your survival instincts kicking in. It's true, but I also, but it's because my I told myself that when you and I were doing the reviews and we went from like you know it was five thousand views per review to then yeah. hundred thousand. I'm like, oh, we got a hundred thousand people watching. That's that's the audience, and yeah. I didn't realize what I was really missing. Yeah, and it's like when I started to craft these things and write again because I hadn't. During the time we were doing schmoes, I didn't write like that, and I wasn't thinking like that. We'd come up with quips, and we would come right. up with things, and we would do things. Right. And we were, we would be in, on the schmoes show. We would we would have moments and bits, but it's not the same. It's not the same as yeah. like having a premise and then going, and it's also, it's also staying sharp. You know, yeah. that's why you think you've been so sharp for the la- for for shit for the last fifteen years. Yeah, I could be I could be sharper. But that's right be- now I can be shocked. But that's the beauty of <laughs> that's the beauty of what what we do in general. Because yeah. like you always want to get the, the if if you feel like I'm at the top of my game, oh you're gonna get your ass kicked your right ass back kicked. to the bottom of and, the hill, or you're gonna stay, or you're gonna be lazy and you're just gonna do the same stuff and you're not gonna write anything new. That's where I that's where I've noticed the difference coming out of the pandemic for yeah. me is that I I still I have to put in more prep than I than I used to. As of right now, it's partially because I want to work on a bunch of new stuff, but it's also like if I go up there and I didn't really think about it, which yeah. is what I did last night, and I just didn't think about it that much what I'm going to do. You didn't prep. Yeah. I, I still know how to have a good set, Yeah, but it's not satisfying to me right. 
and maybe the audience enjoys it, but I still know that I could have that they could have had a better time. Right. And but, so that's what eats at me. But isn't that, but that's part but that's part of the that's part of the class. You never really get over that. No, but that's also part of the class. You gotta do that sometimes. You gotta yeah. do that sometimes and go to prep because it it tells you when you go up exactly what you just said, like, yeah. okay, I wasn't prepped, I need to prep now. And because of that class that you just took, you knew you needed to do that. Or you do that test that night, and you go, okay, well, I'm. what I did last night, I was able to interact with the guy with the freaking Milwaukee shirt on, and inside <laughs> yeah. of that, maybe I have something new, because had I gone out prepped, I might not have had that conversation yeah, with right, that guy. Right. So, so it's, it, it, it's, it's a catch-22, because there's things that you probably learned in that set that when you were up there, you're like, oh, but I said that to that guy, maybe I can turn that into something else, but it doesn't take away from the feeling of me not liking that feeling, because that's not the prep feeling that I like. Right. You, yeah. you never fully conquer it. You never right. master this thing. Right. It's like golf. You never fully master it. Even when you think you do, you don't. Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods right. ha- never mastered golf right. ever. Right. But they got really close to it. Right. And so with stand-up, and particularly last night, it's like the thing that I still have to work on is, and I, w- when it's my name on the marquee, yeah. then I get into that competitive mark where it's like somebody see me for the very first time. I, I have to get, it's got to be great. It's sure. never that I don't try. Where was it? Like, OR or main room? It, this was at a different club. This oh, was at, wasn't at uh, the store. No, okay. and so and and so you you just forget sometimes that you have to lock into each and every set like that. Where it's that Michael Jordan thing where I'm never taking a night off. Yeah. How long was it? The set? I did like probably twenty. Okay. So I mean, that's, where the hell do you do twenty minutes in L.A.? Um, it's not the comedy store. It depends because you can do. I've been doing the factory sometimes too. Okay. And that'll be twenty minutes. Depending on what night it is, but I did this place. It's called the Comedy Cottage, which is fun. Okay, but sure. it's at it's out. It's an outdoor venue that is next to that Tom Bergen's oh. Uh, oh, pub. Oh, so when you told me about yeah. that, yeah, and it. and it's great. I mean, you had a hundred people there. Oh wow, that, that were Who that were that? a great audience. Is that just a, is that just a, how many uh, people go up to my that? My buddy Maddie. Um, so with twenty with twenty minutes was like four comedians. No, there were like six. Oh, I shit. did a little bit longer. Oh, so you, <laughs> run the, you run the light, you scumbag? <laughs> I didn't run the light, but I just, I you wanted Eddie, to. Eddie Griffin it? I wanted to, I did, definitely did not Eddie yeah. Griffin it because I'd still be there if I was Eddie Griffin it. <laughs> but no, I jogged, which you're not supposed to do. But I, I just, because I was bringing somebody else up and I just wanted to make sure that they had a great, you know, yeah. entry point. Because when I was right at like 15, 16, I was like, I, I got one more in me that. Okay. Who was who was the main who was the last person? Uh, Margaret Show went up early. Oh, She's cool. probably the biggest name on the show. Okay. But then there, there's just like, like like a lot of like Steph Tolev is fantastic. We did a we taped a Comedy Central thing yeah. together a couple of years ago. She's great. So really good comics there. Like Eliza will pop in there every that's so cool. often. So yeah. So I mean that's that, that's also I know I know I don't know any like back in the day when I was going up a lot right. I knew all the rooms and knew all the 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 place all the people are booking outside of the store you know the only club i never did in la was uh, was the laugh factory it's the only one i never did you to never did it no isn't that crazy it's the only really one. i've done the improv thousands of times and then comedy store thousands of times ice, ice wow. house thousands of times yeah. never did. i think a lot of it was a stupid thing that i had when i was younger because like now i'm and i've told you this i like dane cook like I, I had a chance to sit down with yeah, him and, right. and talk with him for yeah. a while, and and my my perception of him changed dramatically after sitting down with him, um, uh, dramatically because like he well he might have changed dramatically. That's too. why I, that and I picked up on that. Yeah, I picked up on that when I when I spoke with him, and he he said as much inside of it mm-hmm. that his philosophy on life changed from when he was blown up and he got humbled like down the line of things that happened to him in his right. life and other things, and, and I respected that. I respect when somebody sits down and says, "Look, I was I, I 
did things not right. It's 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 the people that like just don't learn from that stuff and continue to go on. Then I would have been like, yeah. that guy's a douche. Um, but I think because of that, at the time, um, it was like his home turf, and he never came to the comedy store. He was at that point. No, not, not, I, when I, not when I was there. I saw him at the store maybe three times in I, that period, and it was never because he wasn't he wasn't passed by mid right. right he was right. a paid regular, I mean. so I never saw yeah. him there. And I was there from like 2002 until like 2008. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, never saw him there. Yeah. Um, and so to me, it was like, okay, that's where that's where he lives, and and I had like this thing in my head like it was him versus me where he if he even knew who i was at the point some of that is built up from some of the stories that you would hear 100 percent from the laugh factory and and knowing that he had had stolen jokes and things of that and it was just just, for me it was less about the the stealing jokes as far as what i hear because i never had a bad interaction with a guy um and and the laugh factory was the first club to make me a paid regular like I got literally made a paid regular <laughs> when I was supposed to be working at the comedy store that night because right. I went down to go showcase. And then I got made a paid That's regular. Right. Then I had to go back to work. And Dane was what you what it was more about was that like if he showed up, then you might get bumped, right? As opposed to like he's not like some other comics you hear about where he's just like watching your set then lifting all your stuff, right? And, That's, and, and, and I don't and know like that I he said, ever stole anything, but probably not. And yeah. but but there there was that thing that 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 went around. You and heard the Louis C.K. thing. You heard there was you certain, heard a couple yes. different things and like so that. So a lot of times, depending on who you hear from it, yeah, you believe it, right? And there are certain things, and that was when all a lot of stuff was going on, especially you know when and then. I think it was like 2007 was one that whole the Rogan and, and Carlos Mencia stuff. I told you that I was there the night before Katie, like the night before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, and dude, that was so crazy because it was, this, it was like the same. I saw everything with the night of what was going on. Like they, they had all the video footage from the next night. Right. It could have been the night before. It was the same comics that were going. It was the same. It was the same crazy atmosphere. Was same lineup. Yeah. I was supposed to have a set. Yeah. That night too, and I gave it to someone else, and I don't know what happened. I just said, yeah. I told him. I said, take me off because I had something else I had to do. You that might have night. had a late night set, and you might have told me, maybe to to, to do that because do you know? Because I was there that night. I was literally you were there behind, that when okay. when that was being filmed by yeah. Red Band, like right in because when you walk in the front of the OR. Redman was right there with the camera. Okay, I'm yeah. standing five feet behind Redman watching that. So you're, I I was <laughs> there. I was supposed thing. to be there. The night yeah. I was there the night before. And um, but something we've never talked about, Uh-oh. and it just reminded me when you and I we you did we we went to uh, the La Jolla Comedy Store together. It's like one of the first nights that we like really hung out. Yeah. Like, for a weekend. Yeah. You know, and we did the La Jolla Comedy Store. Ahmed Ahmed, and Shema Tosh. and Shema right. So it was I, I was get, first starting to get my spots at the at La Jolla. It was the first weekend that I was getting like the, I was the first spot then Shama and then and I'm and then you were hosting. Yeah, yeah, I got to do like a glorified pop in. So I don't know. Do you remember what, what happened one of these nights? Um, I remember. I was us. so mad at you. <laughs> so so mad. At what you. did I do? You didn't really necessarily do it on purpose. Cock block. It wasn't a cock block and. Knowing you now, it was more of just like a oh okay, and <laughs> you and I were supposed to go there together because I was supposed to go. Um, you were going to host, and then I I went up right after you. Right? Yeah, you left without me. Oh, not from L.A. to San Diego. No, the condo at the condo. I do remember yeah, the there was we, a miscommunication. Whose yeah. fault? I do not I know, know whose it so, was. So, no, and and again, knowing you now, it was definitely it wasn't at the time. I'm like, did this guy just screw me over on purpose? Like real, <laughs> real quick. And then I it, it went away fast. I'm gonna do his spot. 
that to me, I, you know, you don't know how it is with comedians, no, right? You don't know so, this. Because so what happened was we, and so for people out there listening, you know, uh, I was doing the weekend, and I had just done the night before. I had a really great set. Mark was was hosting, and then the next night, I go and I'm and Mark goes, and he was supposed to. Go, I was supposed to go with him, and he's gone. And I'm like, where the hell's Mark? Like, oh, he left a while ago. I'm like, wait, what? And then I had to get there by myself, <laughs> and I go, and I'm late for my set. Like real late. Mark yeah. Mark has gone from doing like seven minutes to having to do like twenty yeah. because because he's doing my time now, and like I still they they were like they were cool about it, but they weren't happy. You still went up. I still went because up because here's what I told them. Yeah, is I was like, look, I don't know where Christian is, but what I'm gonna do, and I've still done this to this day, yeah. is like if I'm going up and the next person isn't there yet. I'm like, look, it, you can light me when you want me off stage. Don't right. light me when it's my time. Light me when the next comic is ready to go. And so yes. if I have to stretch for five minutes, then that saves you a spot. Yeah, and I so was, I'm kind of a hero. <laughs> Ish. I was and I was I was late, but they were cool about it. But Tommy was wow. like Tommy gave Tommy gave me an earful when I got okay. back. He's like, yeah. can't do that. Can't be ready for a spot. Show up fifteen minutes late. Yeah. Mark was able to do the time. And I'm like, I'm like, dude. I didn't do it on purpose, and I'm like, are you? I was like, I was stressing out, yeah, hardcore. But we bonded so much that we weekend. Did. We did. By the sure. time Tommy gives you an earful, it's like, oh, I almost didn't mean it. Yeah. Absolutely, there was a lot of like code words and things that were said that night, and like there was so much that went down. I just remember we had a good laugh, and it was one of the it was one of the seeds of probably planting in your brain about uh, about movies and stuff like that. Transformers. It was right? Transformers, yeah. and we were both laughing. Cause I was talking about how the ads, like we're both super excited to see this movie, yes. and, but it's like in one of the ads, I think it was I can't remember who it was, but they're like. Like talking shit, yeah, to the machine. It's like a human being like, "Yeah, bring it." Yeah, and I, and I just remember thinking like, "Don't talk trash to the robot." Don't robots. talk trash to the robot. <laughs> yeah, all. don't. I, no, and I think that we, yeah, because we definitely talked about the movies and stuff. Because I don't think at that we went point, to go see Transformers like the next week or two. With, a, the, with it was a bunch of us. Maybe so because that was two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Schmoes wasn't the thing yet. Schmoes wasn't the thing yet. I know. Yeah, but but, but, grasping, TV, at, cur- but cur- grasping at straws was grasping at straws was, was but, current, but currently but, going on. But the reason why. I think that we even started to, that because our old friend um, Martini Paratori was yeah. the one who was working and said, "Hey, listen, um, uh, we want to do some stuff where uh, people are are." It, it, it sounds so like everybody does this now, but nobody was doing this. We right. want we want to take these flip cams and have like just normal people reviewing stuff. Like nobody was doing that at the what time. What the hell are you talking? What are you talking about? She's like, "Do you have any uh, comedian friends?" And because of the conversations that you and I were having, and everything, I was like, "Well, let's give yeah. Mark." And we and it was like the, at the time, pizza and beer. Was Some what, fun. Yeah. That was it. It was pizza beer, and we watched, and we were on camera together, and we did everything that we was, did. TV pilots. We did TV pilots. We did. Okay, go back and forth until neither one of us can name. I know we did Bionic Woman because. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to take, uh, Chuck, Gossip Girl. Really? Okay. Um, I think the show was called Devil. Or Lucifer, it was some guy in hell, and it was like it was like a dark comedy, making it up. But uh, the other, the Big Bang Theory, and Big Bang Theory, yeah. So we watched a lot of those things, and and then they liked us because they they had so many people. They liked us, and they wanted us to keep doing it. And then we just that that's that is literally how the the pairing of Schmoes (laughs) began. How I got here today, it is that is how (laughs) that is how it all began because we were doing that for like a year, and then eventually inside of that year, because we did our reviews separately. And then we started to do it. I remember the conversation you and I had in front of the CPK in Burbank about let's let's start doing it on camera together. Mm-hmm. 
and you're like, ah, I'm good. Let's. let's I had to be one over. Yeah, let's just keep it single because yeah. you're used to the stand-up comedy yeah. aspect of I'll tell my jokes, you tell your jokes. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> but it might work better if we're actually able to play off each other. And then we started doing that, and that's kind of how that started. And then oh, so this is, could be like full episodes of the big thing is because the Alaska trip is a full episode. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, this was a great walk down memory lane for our retirement episode. Of, of, and now Krusty the Clown is saying, ah, the time has come. It has been. So we are. We, I think we do. We did hit the limit. We have a lot. Alaska of, would be a good. Alaska would be a good. So many stories. A good, a slippery walk down memory lane. Remember when I ate it? You it was after it. it was yes. after the last show, and I think we went yeah. to like the reindeer races the next morning. And I just, I was lucky I landed on my ass. We almost got stabbed outside the clouds. You remember that? Yeah, in, in like negative seven degree weather in Wasilla. Yeah, and we like, and we both had really good sets, and yeah. and it was like a negative seven degree. And the guy, this guy, like, and it wasn't like one of those things where like, oh, that guy wants to rob you, but he wouldn't mm-hmm. really hurt you. Like, he didn't want to rob you; he just wanted to kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was some like, men just want to watch someone the world burn. die that night. It just happened to not be us. <laughs> like, but like, so, either way. All right. Listen, uh, that was a memory lane show. And that was the big thing. Please yeah. make sure you guys, the most important thing for this. And I want to thank you all for the wonderful um, words of everything I've said. We, we go, well, I go through the, the comment section. I've been answering all you, but the podcast, I take a look from time to time. Oh, thank you so much. The podcast is really, really important. So, it, it gets us up in the charts. It, it brings in really good sponsors. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, follow us there, download the episodes, continue to comment, click the like button, subscribe to the channel, make sure that you hit that notification button. And if you didn't know, we have a brand new channel. It's the SEN channel. This show will eventually live there. So make sure you subscribe. We went from like 4,000 subscribers on that channel. We hit 10,000 really, really fast, and we're growing. We're trying to get to 15, so go over there and do that. And then lastly, the Schmodown Spectacular, that is going to be at December 4th uh, in downtown L.A., theschmodownlive.com, and we are officially going to be selling tickets at the Scum and Villainy Cantina. We're going to be doing two studio tapings at the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Those tickets are also available at theschmodownlive.com. Four matches per taping. If you want to be an exclusive uh, ticket member a ticket holder to have that you'll be able to watch matches they're going to be there's going to be a title held on august 1st it's going to be a title up for grabs there's going to be a title held uh, up for grabs on august 14th as well and you will be the you'll you won't know before it's aired to anyone you will be out there be able to see this so please go on over there schmodownlive.com get your exclusive tickets now and who knows it might be sold out by the time that we um we actually aired this but thank you to it's the super game the super game of it's a super bowl super bowl super bowl thank you guys so much thank you to mark ellis and thank you to you guys thank you for heading uh, over to this show every monday wednesday and friday we love you peace out mother f's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>